When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, they must let anybody in through that door. <laughs> you, you, I come back, and there's Brittany, there's me, there's Andy, there's Seven. Then there's Officer Dave and Tim Lammers. Really? Yeah. I came in through another door, though, not the studio door. <laughs> that is true. The, the portal. You came in through a portal. That's I, the I deal. I came in through the bathroom window. Oh, I love that song. To this day, I love that song. I came in through the bathroom window. But Joe Cocker's version was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I love Joe Cocker. He was phenomenal. And by the way, I love John Belushi's impression of Joe Cocker yep. just as much. <laughs> It was incredibly good. Doing, I believe, uh, high with a little help from my friends. Yep, absolutely. Tim Lamb is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com. There's a lot of pressure on you two because, like, the first couple of hours of the show have been fantastic, so just don't F it up. That's all we're saying. I got I no will, shot. <laughs> I will try not to. I heard you talking about when I came in um, – backstage uh, uh talking about brad blanks right yeah when brad was on you know it's so funny i during the whole time that i was on with you in that other show um i only talked with him one time we were only on the air at the same time one time and it was such a blast and there and there have been several times actually where we've talked to each other on social media but you're mm -hmm. right what a great guy what a great, great guy Oh my God! I mean, he's as good as it gets. He used to come to all of our appearances in Vegas and all that stuff. And then down in Key West, he would come to those. He's just a really, really nice man. Yeah, well, that's terrific. And and I heard you. Hopefully, he's going to be on more often. Then, right? Uh Tevin says he might probably, probably fit him in every week, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how often he wants to be on and or can be on. Yeah. We'll get him on more often. Well, I love it. Hopefully at one point I, I can be on a couple minutes with him because it was so much fun talking with sure. him. Like I say, the only one time. Not that I'm trying to invite myself, but, you know, I like Brad, man. You want to you wanna touch bases often as you can. So um, got a really feel-good, feel-great movie this week. A movie Ooh. that was, it was released at a very odd time considering I consider it a Christmas time movie. Definitely a holiday movie. Um, it's called The Holdovers. And uh, I believe it came out in limited release in early October. And it, it, then, it, then it just kind of 
escalated from there. It built, you know, kind of a platform release and, you know, really didn't do big, big business. But finally, um, it's available on premium video on demand this week and you can still get it in theaters. It stars a terrific actor, Paul Giamatti. You got to love Paul Giamatti, right? Oh, no doubt about it. He's terrific. You guys like him? Yeah. He was, uh, what's the one big movie, or not just the one big movie, but he was in uh, Big Fat Liar is the one that I always associate with him. Yeah, and and then he was in Sideways, which he was robbed of an Oscar nomination really for that picture, and that was almost 20 years ago. Um, But I was laughing, I was thinking about how he played, and you might know the real guy, Tom. I I think uh, Lastman definitely does. Pig Vomit in uh, that Howard Stern movie, Private Parts. Yes, sir. Do you know Big Vomit? Yep. <laughs> Did Giamatti do the role justice? Uh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> what else can you say about Pig Vomit? That's his name, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah. So you got to play an actor who is so sleazy. Uh, and, and, and Giamatti, man, you know, he could be so damn funny. In this particular case, the holdovers is like a comedy drama. He plays this pretentious a-hole teacher at this prep school in uh, New England. It's 1970, and it's definitely the film has this 1970 feel. That's what I really loved about it. He, uh, he's got this cranky demeanor. Um, he sort of draws the short straw to be the teacher that needs to stay with the students who don't have anywhere to go home for Christmas. For two oh, weeks. sure. Uh, and those students are known as the holdovers. Well, uh, there's a deal where four of the five end up going to one of the kids' house, one of the students' houses. So they're out of the loop. So you have Giamatti's character. You have the student played by this wonderful newcomer named Dominic Sessa. And then you have the cook uh, who purposefully stays there, obviously, to work. But um, she lost a child in Vietnam. Her name is Mary Lamb, played by Divine Joy Randolph, who is a terrific actor. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. She played a kick-ass detective. Oh, yep. And, yeah. And she was also in the very funny Eddie Murphy movie, Dolomite. She was Lady oh, Reed. God, Dolomite. Oh, my God. She is so good. She's so damn well, she's funny. It's it's one of these films that's funny and tragic. So anyway, you have these three people that are all experiencing emptiness because the kid that's staying at school is there because his mom says, you know, I, I got a new husband this year and uh, we haven't had a honeymoon yet. So if you don't mind, you, you're going to have to stay at school for Christmas while we go on our honeymoon. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, you know, you feel horrible for him, but there's something deeper going on. He has a a father that he's mourning, uh, you know, so it, it's it's got a lot of stuff that will make you feel sad. But Giamatti can be so damn funny. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph, despite, despite her character circumstances, is so funny. Um, and this kid, again, uh, where did he come from? It's his first film, Dominic Sessa. He's a, I don't know, I don't imagine he's in his early 20s, but he's playing like an 18 year old. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these deals where you got three people uh, that become essentially this makeshift family over the holidays and they give each other hope and light. So, you know, I, I, again, I, I 
don't understand the release patterns of some of these movies, you can still see it in theaters. I, get, I think it's an appropriate time to see it in theaters, but maybe the whole idea was, you know what, let's release it on premium video on demand just before the holidays. So if people want to pay 20 bucks instead of going to see it in the theater, they can sit as a family at home and watch this wonderful, wonderful movie. See, that's the, that's a huge problem for the movie theaters because you have to be around people you don't know. They don't behave. They are going to have to get Faraday cages. Your phone, <laughs> no in the Faraday cage. You cannot bring it in the theater. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. And, um, you know, again, the thing with screenings for me has always been turning your phone. You know, the media folks yeah. are allowed to yep. keep their phones and some of them still pull it out. They shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. that, but they still do. But uh, anybody caught looking at their phone in an advanced screening, they're out of there. Well, that's what uh, Kristen brought up yesterday. Those, what were they called? Paisano pouches or whatever the hell? Oh, yeah. My friend works for that company for putting your phones in these locked pouches. Yeah. Oh, really? They prevent the phone yeah. from working. And once you snap the pouch shut, you can't reopen it without, like, waving it over a base. So the base would yeah. be outside of the theater. So oh. you'd have to you'd have to put your phone in the pouch. Yonder. Uh, yonder pouch. There you go. You put your phone in the yonder pouch. You snap it shut. You go into the movie, and you cannot open it until you leave the movie. And I Man. think that that would be perfect. I think that would be such of a great you know. Of course, unfortunately, mm -hmm. maybe they could strike a deal with the company, but you know, obviously, that's just another investment that some theaters quite yep. honestly can't afford to make right and then yeah. if you do that too now you have the same people that are complaining about people using their phones are now complaining about well every five minutes these people are all getting up and going out to unlock their phone come back in and that's distracting so i don't know that there's really a winning situation it also takes honesty right like oh i didn't bring my phone oh okay so it's like anybody who really wants to go with the work around it's not like we're going to search people like let me right. let me look in all your orifices for phones. <laughs> well, thanks well, for that visual. Well, I will say though that uh, you know some of the screenings I've been at, they they've wanted people; they can detect them. But again, if they put them in a particular, I don't want to repeat the word. It even sounds gross the way you said it, Brittany. They're yeah, but also Tim, Tim, I don't know if maybe it's your theaters you're going to. Most of the theaters I go to. There's barely anybody working there besides concessions. Yeah, like, so you're going to have a whole human wanding people. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. I mean, it, I'm, I'm only talking about even at the advanced screenings, they're, they're relying on the honor system to a, a, yep. a certain degree. But yes, there are still people who are going to want to sneak them in. So they still want them and they'll find out. Again, uh, if you don't want to go that far, you, how many people, how many theaters can afford an usher? to to watch to watch for that light you know or exactly totally. and uh but the other thing is is that uh you can just leave and tell somebody and then they'll come in and you know mm -hmm. possibly get into a confrontation yeah so it's it's a tough deal but uh yeah i mean so you know fortunately i mean you can rent these movies a lot earlier than you used to be able to and in this particular case, you know, getting back to the holdovers, I think it's definitely, I mean, yes, I screened it for free. I got a screening link. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it would be worth it in this case. Now, Timmy, I have to ask you, do they still do in-theater in screeners, or are oh. they all sent to you now? Well, in theaters, y yes, they do do screenings. Um, 
in at this point of the year, and you probably know as a screen a SAG after member, you get screeners for consideration yeah. for awards. I I get yep. them now for uh, broadcast film crit- uh, critics choice association. I belong to, so I get mm-hmm. a lot more of them sent to me now, so I don't have to go outside in the cold. Well been kind of nice out in december here in minnesota but remember slash happy december today um so yeah i do get a lot more sent to me around award season you know they they obviously still don't do screeners where the skyway theater used to be they had that beautiful screening room you remember that michelle mann when she was on uh, a couple weeks back a few weeks back i asked her about that screening room what a cool deal that was back in the day my favorite of all time we went in and saw the movie Halloween Part 3, which was horrendously bad. And I'll never forget this. One guy's from New York, had a bunch of theaters. So they screen Halloween Part 3. As we're walking out, he's walking in front of us. He says to his buddy, Jesus Christ, I sure as F hope that that's Halloween Part Last. <laughs> And of course, went on for four or five more movies than Rob Zombie's oh, yeah. couple, and then they remade them again. So we're up to like Halloween Part Thirteen right now. Um, what a great that was though, just to go to the, you'd go to that theater, and then you go across the street and go to one of the great restaurants. Man, downtown used to be so wonderful. I hope it gets back to it. Yeah, I think Dinopoly was pretty close, oh, right? Oh yeah, right yeah. about a block away. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, so. Yeah, that that's the big offering this week in theater. It, you know, it's weird because we're in award season, but you do have off weeks where there's no big releases, and this happens to be one of them. But again, the timing is perfect for the holdovers. Highly recommend it. Actually, one of my favorite movies of the year, to be honest. It's a that's really, great. really great movie. Now, quickly on uh, FX on Hulu, and I'm hoping, Officer Dave, you're interested in this or have seen previous seasons, or the original movie, Fargo. I saw the original movie. I haven't seen any of the previous seasons. No, I haven't seen them all, but I, for some reason, I I started watching season five, because these are it's an anthology series, so each year is a different case. Yeah. Supposedly yeah. real case, but they're not. But um, set in Minnesota, John Hamm is actually a North Dakota county sheriff, that has uh, ties to a woman in Minnesota with a past. This one feels the most like the original Fargo movie. Yeah. And the previous seasons, uh, this, the plot, there's a lot of similarities. Uh, some, we have a car dealer in there like Jerry Lundergaard, you know, William Macy in that original. Yeah. film. Yeah. You have a kidnapping of the wife. Uh, and 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 law enforcement is involved as well, uh, you know, because we had Marge, <laughs> right. the great, the great uh, um, uh, Francis McDormand in that first film. Oh, so, magnificent. Uh, honestly, Officer Dave, check this one out, man. Do they Did do you... that ridiculous accent over the top accent? That's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Um, I, look, I, the first time. 
that my wife and I saw the original Fargo movie, we thought, no way. Come on, man. They're laying it out way too thick. <laughs> we go to a local establishment, and don't you know? And he was wailing on the guy, and yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. We yeah, are I, I couldn't I couldn't get past the, oh, yeah. The, you know, I know people that talk like that, but it's just like, God, I don't want to see it in a movie, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what, though? we I, I, This film or this this excuse me this series again it it is just so damn good it just i asked my uh two of my kids i said have you ever seen the original fargo movie so we watched that one those two for the first time me for i don't know maybe the third time or fourth time or whatever uh and and it is a brilliant movie i mean the coen brothers are quirky we know all that sort of stuff great though they're really good they are really good and this series nails it but yeah, Juno Temple is the Minnesota wife that yeah, you know, and you betcha, and you know, they do all that kind of stuff, that sing songy Minnesota thing. Uh, so yeah, I think they're still laying it on too thick. But the writing is so good, the storytelling, mm-hmm. the acting, everything is so damn good. John Hamm is it's a very quirky role for him, uh, but it it's really really well done so yeah fargo season five again don't feel the need like oh i gotta watch one through four to get into this because they're all separate stories so yeah really terrific stuff but i will tell you tim by coincidence i just started watching season four we're two two episodes in it's phenomenal is that with chris rock see i didn't see that one yep and that's fantastic in it i think that is that set in kansas city Kansas City, yep. That's yeah, exactly okay. right. yeah. Because for the most part, these are set either in Minnesota, North Dakota, or or I basically the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and I know the first season was Billy Bob Thornton, and uh, I maybe watched the first episode of that. And, and again, like Officer Davis saying, when they're laying it on too thick, you know, it's like, come on, you're just Hollywood people doing that. But I got to argue your point, and Tevin, I think you and I have talked about this because you went up there to play football, correct? Yep. I could not, when I went up to KNOX in Grand Forks, North Dakota, I could not understand what the hell they were saying. <laughs> but, but now I'm out of North Minneapolis, so that's not even like Minnesota anyway. Yeah. And then I had to cross another line to get to, to North Dakota. But I literally go, oh, yeah, I talked to a guy yesterday. I talked to him. I'm like, what the hell are they? I could not understand them. Yeah. Devin, you went through the same thing, correct? Yeah, for me, whether it's Wisconsin, Minnesota, or um, <laughs> North Dakota, South, it all is the same. People like it's it all is. about oh yeah, mm-hmm. don't you know? And we were up at the burgundy 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 burgundy. One quick story, and then I gotta go. But um, you know, no, no, you can't we're all, yeah, I know. We're, we're all talking to each other, and maybe we don't realize that we have those accents. Oh my we get God. a guy like Mark Stephen Johnson, who did the drunk, grumpy old men movies. He wrote those. Moved out to L.A., you know, he did Daredevil mm-hmm. and, and yep. Ghost Rider and, all, you know, director living out there. And I did a phone interview with him. I had actually met him once before, but I did a phone interview with him. And I say, hey, you know, um, Mark Tim Lammers, we talked one time before. And he says, oh, yeah, he's, you're from Minnesota. I said, well, how do you know that? He said, the way you said Mark. Yeah, there are now, certain what words. The hell? Mm-hmm. There are certain words that I catch myself saying. I'm like, wow, that sounded really Minnesotan. <laughs> How do you say Mark wrong? I don't get it. I don't get it either. We I say Mark. 
Mark. Hey, Mark. 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 As opposed oh, to hey, Mark. Like Mark. Of course, then you got the uh, the other, uh, the, what's the guy's name? Oh, hey, oh, hey, Mark, that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. hi, oh Mark. hi, Mark. I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. Which is another great movie, the by the way. Yeah, The Room. That's what it was. The Room. Just the room. Was like, room. Uh, Franco did a movie about making The Room. Yeah. He played the guy. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 It's Melissa's no. least favorite movie we've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I think it's supposed to be. I, well, that's yeah. the thing. It's Probably. definitely supposed to be stupid. Um, bef Quick before you go, uh, have you heard anything about the new Godzilla movie? Godzilla one, I I know I have not. There is a series though on Apple TV Plus called Monarch: Legacy of Monsters, which is also huh. that actually takes place in the in the monster verse, you know, like the previous Kong versus Godzilla films and all that. That is wonderful. Yeah, that is great. But I haven't seen Godzilla one yet though. But apparently it's out there. Isn't it Godzilla minus one? Something like that. Uh, yes, There's Godzilla minus one. Whatever that means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll try to find it for you, Andy. All right, I got to run. Have a great day. Right. See you, Tim. Timmy Lammer. Right. Timmy Lammer is sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers. Tim Lammer is coming on with us. Uh, we don't want to take our break yet, so we can kind of close in on. So what did you think of the report? I think it was good. I think it was funny when Officer Dave talked about the Minnesota accent because he has the That's... most Minnesota accent yep. I've ever heard. So I literally <laughs> was sitting here going... Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. That was my first thought, but I was like, he's in here. He's bigger than I am. I'm going to let him live his life. Yeah, I'm an Eden Prairie. Plus, I feel like I could outrun him. I think he probably could, yeah. We've all we've all got it to some extent, for sure. Of course we do. I think it's charming. Like, we all need I don't a stick. And uh, like... There are certain things, yeah. And that's really the thing. I, I didn't think I had any Minnesotan accent at all until probably like five or six years ago. And we I remember we were doing, we very briefly floated the idea of doing a reality show based on this show. Mm -hmm. And we did a, um, like an interview with a TV company and they were all like, oh, uh, you know, tell me about yourself. What do you like to do? That sort of thing. And I remember during that interview, I was like, I need to stop saying, you know, because I've said it <laughs> like know. 12 times in the past three minutes. And that's mm -hmm. a very Minnesota thing is saying, you know, all the time. It's our, you know, I should. I should mention this to you, Andy. You're not going to like this, but they actually did offer us a series on A and E, and the management at that other place said no. Mm. Just take Thank a couple you. phone calls, Tom. We can fire that back up. Oh my! Get the cameras down there and follow you and I, Catherine around. I wouldn't doubt that A and E would probably put this on on television. It'd be a lot more interesting than most of the crap that's on TV now. Oh, yeah, be better than watching the you know selling insert city here, Real Housewives yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Do you want right. me to gain five hundred pounds so it's more intriguing? Than A &E? <laughs> My six hundred pound Brittany. <laughs> there you go. Andy, what a ring to that! Oh, uh, <laughs> it's quite the ring, no doubt about that. Well, that sounded I, really good. I have good. been in showbiz for a long time. Yeah, right. But yeah, we we were offered a national TV show, and the assholes that owned the place, mm. the radio station, said, "No, you can't do it." I will never forget that. I've been held back by a few Minnesotans. I got to be honest yeah. with you. But such is life. I'm sure Kristen's got life. some contacts. We'll talk to her in the next segment. And Kristen Burt. on the horn, yeah. Why don't we do that? We'll take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. 
Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-Zero-Res, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res car. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced, or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I've got to be honest with you. I'm almost certain there's no such translation as indecision de molesta. Oh, I hear that every time and I go, what, what parts of whose language are they channeling on that? <laughs> That's exactly right, let's, right there. Let's look this up, actually. What are they trying indecision. to say? They molest, are they speaking Spanish? Yeah, is well, that no molestar is well, like to not bother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that it is. Esta indecision me molesta. This indecision's bugging me. Well, so they had it wrong. Well, after all this time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Bird Entertainment News is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Kristen Burt, what the hell's going on? Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Is this Friday. the first time you've been on with Officer Dave? No. Don't you remember my mom flirting with Officer Dave? Oh, that's right. I forgot. so awkward. My mom a... has a thing for Officer Kristen's Dave. Kristen's stepdad was like a foot away, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Almost had a throwdown happening. Oh, like, Grammy's like, oh, hello, Officer Dave. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's happening, sister? Um, a lot of things. There's a, there's a lot of good things happening this weekend. I'm sure you good. talked about some of the, the movies and the TV shows and stuff with Tim Lammers, but I was like, Tom's going to be so happy. He's got tons of new things coming his way. Really? Like you things you think I'd like though. Yeah. Did I, I didn't get to hear Tim's segment. Did he talk about May, December on Netflix? Nope. No, no, no. Oh, he didn't. Okay. So May, December is out today on Netflix starring Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, great actors. Mm -hmm. And it is loosely based. And this is going to be a callback from a few weeks ago. It is loosely based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story where she was the teacher who, and and you can't even say had an affair because honestly it was child sexual abuse, but grooming, grooming. Um, and then wound up marrying her student, um, it's very loosely based on that. So it's not like a, a, a bio doc on this or any that type of thing or a biopic. But I think like what you will see is that um, Natalie Portman comes. Um, she plays an actress who's doing a film about this particular story. And she goes to sort of like interview and get a feel for Julianne Moore and the person whom she's married to, who was formerly her student. And it causes total chaos in their family, sort of reliving all the trauma of reliving what they went through. Um really well done it's excellent it's going to be one of those oscar runs uh, all the way through march so check it out on netflix all right so two questions for you the kid was 15 wasn't he i think no it started when he was i believe 12. oh very young very young well let's see she was let's see when did this start i'll figure it out well while he's looking it up 12 years old she died didn't he she he was 12. yeah she was 12. um yes she passed away from cancer and um but they did get married they got divorced but they still lived together up until her death and i believe their daughters are now adults they're probably somewhere in their 20s you know my favorite thing about that is i was at a friend's house and his mother said oh it looks like somebody finally paid for their crimes (laughs) he died of cancer (laughs) it's like okay but, you know, mothers are going to feel that way. It's just how uh, it is, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's one of those things where, like, I'm not a very harsh person about death, but there's something to be said about a child molester dying is yep. well, not to mention Carmen she... never forgets an address. That's and always my she, uh, phrase. She also got a slap on the wrist for it. So yeah, there's that, too. There's that. She did. You know, and if you go back, I mean, it's astonishing to look back on it. Like, we're here in 2023, and you look back on it, and you realize she went to jail after, you know, raping this child and having a child with him when she got out she immediately immediately violated her parole and was back with him and got Mm -hmm. pregnant almost instantaneously again okay so like awful 
Kristen, let's ignore the fact, the sexual attraction. Let's pretend like that would be an option for us, right? I barely want to live with a 40-year-old man. <laughs> like, what, what in God's name would you, living with a t teenager by choice? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that Teenagers speaks are to awful. the mental health aspect, obviously, of this situation, too. Mm-hmm. Do they have a description of, of or, or a guess, I should say, is a better way to put it, why people get that? Why would a woman of that age even be attracted to a 12-year-old? I, I don't know the mental health implications. No. I And I, I would love to know if there was also abuse in her history. Um, Oftentimes there is, there is cyclical situations here. Yep. Um, of course, not every person who was abused goes on to become an abuser. We got to like throw that disclaimer yeah. out there, but... Um, that would be one thing I would just like look back on just to see if that was a situation that happened in her family. But ex exactly, you know, as an adult, it's just, you know, I even remember, you know, being like 28, 29 and like a 22 year old would come up to you at a bar and you're like, Ugh. you know what I mean? And there's no. not that great an age difference. Everyone's an adult, but I'm like, I don't want to mm -hmm. date like a guy that's in college. Yeah. No. no, well, there is this, it's not quite the same but in 1973 her three-year-old brother drowned in their pool while she was in it oh she was playing in the shallow end and her brother drowned in the deep end she didn't Jeez. even notice until it was too late so, so that that's probably family messed, trauma probably messed her up a bit yeah well, yeah you would think that maybe over the years she felt she had to be punished because she didn't notice in time to save him mm, that could so be maybe that's what it is she committed crimes because she thought she should go to jail or well, maybe. and obviously, and think about this, like if something happened in your family today in 2023, hopefully people feel comfortable enough to go and seek therapy, yeah. any yeah. type of mental health assistance you might need if you go through a trauma. Remember, even 10 years ago, there was, and there still is a stigma today, but there was even more of a stigma 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I'd still send them to the shrink. Do they even say shrink anymore? No. Not often. <laughs> Head shrinker. That's what that meant. They called psychiatrists shrinks because they shrunk your head. Some, I guess. I don't know what the hell that is. But Focused on your yeah, problems. Yeah, man, exactly. It is very, very sad. You look at, obviously, the trauma that she went through. And I'm not forgiving what she did. Don't get me wrong. But it wouldn't surprise me if that did drive her to try to protect a young boy. And by having a romantic relationship, maybe she in her own screwed up head thought she was protecting him. Who knows? And remember she was married at the time and also had kids from yeah. her marriage. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's, there's, I mean, tons of trauma that, that went out with this one situation. So are all the movies today that sad? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can watch candy cane lane with Eddie Murphy and Tracy <laughs> Ellis go. Ross. So what's that all about? Candy canes. <laughs> and no, it's, uh, you know, if anyone lives in one of those neighborhoods where you have to go like super crazy with your decorations and everyone oh, can yeah. to have the best display, it's that situation. But in, it has a little bit of a spin to it because basically um, Eddie Murphy sells his soul to like an evil elf to have like the best candy cane display. It's actually oh. a very I know it sounds crazy and stupid, but if you're looking for just something light and fun and a good family movie, that's it. I didn't know there were evil elves. There can be an evil elf, yes. Elves were no actually idea. traditionally considered evil. Oh, really? Yeah, they're mischievous. 
So this was just smaller people then. They thought they called them elves, but they were just smaller people. No, I people. mean, I'm talking about literal, like, magic elves and, that yeah. and, like, oh, steal your children and that sort right. of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and also, it. you guys can watch my TV show. It is out officially. I can talk about what? it. It came out last night. I meant to mention it yesterday, and I forgot. Um, I did a show that's produced by Ryan Reynolds, um, his Maximum Effort channel, and it's called Discontinued. It's hosted by Bruce Campbell. I'm one of the pop culture experts, um, (laughs) experts in air quotes. Um, And I just talk about things that have been discontinued. So one of my first segments ran last night um, and I talked about um, the Nickelodeon game show, which Tom, I know you didn't um, watch, but it's Legend of Hidden Temple. So if anyone watched that in the 90s. Barracuda. They're bringing back back Olmec. Yeah, yeah, Olmec. We talk about Olmec mm-hmm. in the segment. Um, but it's like comedians, pop culture experts. We just talk about things. That I think last night's episode also featured discussions about Furbies and um, uh, Palm Pilots and things like that. So um, oh, so it'll be a weekly show. Um, new episodes come out on Thursdays. And you can find it. Now, here's the thing. I, this is an easier way to find it. It's produced by Fubo TV and mm-hmm. Maximum Effort Channel. But right. all you need to do is go to Tubi and go to the Maximum Effort channel on Tubi, and it's right there for free. So um, you just have to see the schedule when it runs. But Don't so have to go to World, because I, I, I like Bruce Campbell, too. I think he's really good. He's very charming. He hosts, like, all of the intro and outro segments, um, and he's a delight. I didn't get to work with him, unfortunately. Oh, my okay. segments were taped separately, but he does a really good job. I got to see the whole thing together because – there, there's like three different parts. There's like Bruce Campbell's section, and then they have two comedians who kind of do man on the street interviews. And then there's us who do the actual segments in the studio about the discontinued items. I've, I've got another segment I know coming up about American gladiators. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, but I wasn't sure if I made the cut or not, too. That was the other thing. They didn't give me a preview copy. So I'm like watching and I'm like, did I make the cut or did they just like you stunk and threw me away <laughs> but i made it so you did make it i did make the cut yes i'm officially oh, in there now tevin you you kind of flinched when she said american gladiators were you hoping to get on the show oh no i mean i it was kind of coming to an end as i was starting to get older and watching tv and they just had a it's called uh what's it muscle mayhem or something like that on netflix did a oh, documentary true, about yeah. american gladiators Great documentary and to netflix. see what they went through they got to, they got hammered i saw that yeah because yeah, you you see the show and you're like oh it looks fun you're playing these games and behind the scenes like they're all just getting maimed and it's <laughs> terrible yeah I'm actually convinced that that particular segment for american gladiators made it in because of Netflix's documentary Muscle Mayhem because right around when I taped it is right around when that docu series came out on Netflix, and I and they were like, "Here's your segment." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I just watched this docu series, so everything was really fresh in my mind." But it was a well done docu series, and I love just seeing them on tour and how they were mm. all hooking up together, and plus like just the the mind i mean it was just so crazy for them to have to keep their bodies in shape at all times but at the same time their safety wasn't taken care of at all on set it's nuts yeah and they like didn't get paid hardly anything yeah it was all nothing and they were superstars i mean without them there was no show yeah you know what i gotta do is that next time the whole family's all together uh i want to put on your show and then look at it and do what i've always done i look at it and go 
oh, who the hell is this now? I love doing that to people. <laughs> that <laughs> so was he, annoying. <laughs> so you, you come up, where in the credits do you come up? Um, It was the third segment. It's a 30-minute show, and it was the third out of four segments. So. Okay, but is your name at the top of the list when they give the credits? Yeah, executive no. producer Kristen yeah. Burt. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just I th I don't even you know, I didn't even look because they gave like crazy names to everyone. Like some people would be like pop culture enthusiast. Other people would be like a historian. I, I didn't even see what they gave me as a credit. So I'll have to go back and look. Third season and the show's called what again? Discontinued. Discontinued. Um, and the show hasn't been seen in a while. So this is kind of like the revival of Discontinued for oh. a while. It was on the CW, I think 2018, 2019. It went dark during the pandemic, and now it is back with uh, right because of Ryan Reynolds. He brought it back, and Brian Volk Weiss is the director. And a lot of you may have seen some of his other shows. He did like the Toys That Made Us and the Movies That Made Us on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Same idea, same vein, same sort of like fun pop culture -y type of segments. So now that you know him and worked with him, should I should I move my phone to Mint Mobile? <laughs> unfortunately ryan was also not on set because he's executive producer so he oh. just does like the paper pushing behind the scenes well <laughs> i tell you one thing about him i will if I, i've never met him never even talked to him but if i ever that boy is smart with how he spends his money he's so very good. smart i interviewed yeah. him years ago um for a press junket and as an actor he's good he's good yeah, do you yeah, know what i, I mean really good I, yeah. I do i like him I, I think he's just like, you know, he's like a solid B actor, that kind of thing. But what he's done is created not only wealth, but he's also created longevity for himself mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry and beyond. And and that's what you need to do if you want to make the big bucks these yeah. days. Although his only misstep, I think, is his Wrexham soccer team over there. I think oh, they, really? Yeah, they yeah, released the numbers. Team? They released the numbers for that. And there was a lot of red ink in their... Uh, Profit loss, unfortunately. That's not good. And they're trying to push it with the TV show, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're really, I mean, he's working every single angle he possibly can to make that successful. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Is he as nice in person as he seems on television? Yeah. He, I, the interview I had with him was so pleasant. He's lovely, very That's sweet. Great. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, that stuff is great to hear because the guy's a big star. He's a very, very wealthy guy. He could be the biggest jerk on earth. But everybody I know, I've never met him, never talked to him. But everybody else told me what a great guy he is. And I love how he handles his social media. He has, like, just pretend, like, beefs with, like, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> or he and his wife. His wife oh. is Blake Lively. They tease each other back and Fantastic. forth. And it's very... Yeah, it's it's done so clever, and it never feels mean, and it no. just feels really playful. I think my, that's what I love about my it. My favorite is he posted a picture of the two of them, and it kind of cut off, like, her hair and part of her earrings. And so then he posts it again, and he was like, oh, my wife is upset that I, you know, didn't show off her whole outfit. And he just crops himself out of the picture and posts <laughs> just her. <laughs> so, yeah, all stuff like that. Or it'll be like, happy birthday to Blake. And it's like a great photo of him. And like, she's got her head turned or her eyes closed mm -hmm. or something. I mean, yeah. but you know, he's not doing it. There's, it just doesn't feel mean at all. So no. I think that's why it, it works so well. And both of them do it back and forth to each other. See, I think that's terrific. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know, Catherine and I have that kind of relationship all the way. I do what I want, and then she criticized me for it, and then we move on with life. It's wonderful. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Turtle Dove. I, I know she walked. Semi-breaking news. Sandra oh, Day okay. O'Connor has died. 
Sandra Day O'Connor died? Yep. 93. 93 years old. She had a good run. That's a pretty good run, yeah. yeah. 93. I know. With Rosalind Carter at 96 and Sandra Day O'Connor at 93, that is, that's a lifeline. That is a long mm. lifeline. That's incredible. If you're in your 90s, yeah, it? you made it. Henry Kissinger died at 100 this week. 100, 100, yeah, yeah. that's right. And Jimmy Carter is still alive at 99. Somehow. That's pretty good. No doubt about that. So do you think it's because none of them ever worked a day in their life that you sat around in their ass? That's why they live so long? (laughs) Might be. And we might live forever. (laughs) (laughs) With the effort we make. We'll be lucky to see tomorrow. (laughs) No doubt about it. So I just I don't want to go long term on this whole deal, but but it just keeps bothering me because I am a huge fan of movie theaters. And I did find out that when we're down in Florida, this uh, movie theater, Andy and I, the last time we went there was to see Jumanji and people were making so much noise we couldn't even enjoy it. But they're going to tear that. It's a palatial. Wouldn't you say it's a palatial movie theater, Andy? Yeah, it's massive. It's massive and it's just beautifully decorated. They're going to tear it down because the land is worth way too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like the days of like the huge like 12 Cineplex, yep. I think those are gone. And I they're think they're gone. I feel like we'll see more manageable, like maybe six screens, but I'd rather that they do six screens and then invest in like great seating, a little bit more luxury. Mm-hmm. Cause when I am going to go to the theater, I'm going to order my food and I want to kick back and relax. I, and you know, when I just go to a regular movie theater, I bring my own blanket cause I'm always freezing. So yeah, you they know, sometimes the they have blankets for some reason. like that. Yeah. Why do they keep the, cause I suppose if you got a few hundred people in there, they could heat it up in a minute. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it would. But yeah, I mean, what do we have now left in Minnesota? I think there are three drive-ins in the entire state. I didn't know we had any left. Well, I think there's one left in the twin season. I know there's one in no. long Prairie, my birth town. The one, the one in Woodbury is closed now. Oh, that's closed now too. Yep. Elko new markets yeah. got one. Apparently Litchfield long Prairie's got one. There's, yep. a f- there's a few left. Oh, there's does, statewide. Does Minnesota do the rooftop cinemas in the summer? No. Those there's, are really fun. Yeah. I, and, that'd be a, and it's a great way, honestly, to sort of revive downtown areas. I'm just going to say this because they've started to do it in they, during the pandemic, and they do it in downtown Los Angeles. And they, they put cinemas up on the rooftop decks. And, you know, they put big screens and they serve popcorn mm-hmm. and they, they put out comfy chairs. And it's honestly such a fun way to see a movie in the summer because they start about 8 p.m. as the sun goes down. It's great. Well, the yeah. problem is in Minnesota, most rooftops are built to hold many hundreds of pounds of snow. Mm. They're not exactly built for, like, recreational exactly. use. Exactly. Yeah. Well, They're I'm... not drinking spots like they no. are. No. <laughs> we have... There are patios they that are. They exist. are rooftops and... that will show movies. Like Brit's Pub, they'll do a lot of, like, soccer yeah. games, oh. and they'll do movies okay. every once in a while. So, yeah, there are definitely places. We have a big uh, movies in the park is our big yep. thing in mm-hmm. Minneapolis. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh... went to, we saw The Incredibles, right, I think, that one time? Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember, but sure. Why not? <laughs> Wait, we you you and I did? Yeah, we I went to a movie in the park, and your like, <laughs> your nephews or something were there. Whoever those kids were, Puck and uh, Puck, <laughs> Puck and Tuck. She has she has a she has a nephew named Puck or something like that, don't His you? His name is Finn. Oh, oh Finn. <laughs> there we go, Finn. Whatever. I'm like, is someone a Midsummer Night's Dream fan? They're like, we're gonna name him Puck. I don't remember that, Annie. I always think of you when we went to the Sharknado movie. That's like that. my favorite memory of that us. That was um, MST, right? Mystery yeah. Science Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
They riffed on uh, riffed on Sharknado. Well, there you go. And I, by the way, you know, you're talking about Mel, uh, Michelle Mann earlier. What they did with the Adina Theater here in town is great. The seating is incredibly good. The food's terrific. It's a hell of an experience. I think in order to get people to go to movie theaters, you're going to have to give them one hell of a good experience. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, I th I would love for you to have her back on post Oh, Eras yeah. tour and post Renaissance, which is you know Beyonce's concert movie this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear like what she learned from those two experiences because I I feel like they just draw so many people to the theater and very specific targeted demographics too. And how maybe and Barbie was probably another great example of that. How maybe they they're hoping Hollywood responds to all of that. When did you? When will? When would you like her on next week or week after? When? When? Yeah. Any. Yeah. Anything past this weekend? Because this weekend is where we'll see okay. like how Beyonce's film fares, and I'm assuming it's it had a good opening night um, on Thursday, so I'm assuming it's going to do well this weekend. All right, that sounds good. Tevin, do you have her number? Should I send that to you, um, or should I just ask her to come on? It's I, up to you. You can if you can send it to me. I think I have it somewhere, but I don't remember if it was hers or not. Yeah, that's, if I give it to you, just don't be calling her and harassing her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll try not to just FaceTime her randomly. Extra at 2 a.m. Come on. <laughs> You've been requested. Yep. Anytime Sorry. Tevin yeah. goes to a movie, he calls her just yeah. to, like, give a review after. Yep, I, ca I cause a scene and then, like, do you know who I am? I know Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it's I saw always, Renaissance this weekend. Here's my full review, Michelle. <laughs> I just hope that young people, like say teenagers right now, that theaters are around long enough because it is a phenomenal experience. Honest to God, as a kid, the first time you walk in that movie theater and then in your teens and all, it's a hell of a nice experience. I hope they have that in the future. I don't know. Well, Tom, you know, I want to ask know. a question because you just said like, it's a fantastic experience. And that's what we're talking about now in 2023. Like you go for the experience, you go for something special. Mm -hmm. I just wonder when they started building all these cineplexes, you know, that were like 12 screens and right. more than 15 right. screens, that it maybe didn't become an experience anymore. It became like yeah. the gap on every corner yep, and Starbucks exactly. in every corner. And maybe yeah. we're returning if if they're making these movies in these theaters special again. We're returning to that experience that you remember as a kid. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that's that is the case because it was just. Although my first uh, one of my first experiences I can remember, and I probably had been to movies before, but I think I was nine years old, something like that. I went to the Broadway theater to see the movie Girls, Girls, Girls with Elvis Presley. Okay, <laughs> and I remember I got very depressed. Because I'm nine, ten years old, I look up at the screen and I go, "God damn, I ain't ever going to be that good looking." <laughs> I'll never forget that. It's like I'm never going to be as handsome as Elvis Presley. So look at that. I, I, even though it was a sad experience, I embraced it and kept going to the theater. What do you think? Elvis didn't ruin it for you. No, he didn't ruin it for me. But I tell you one thing, I did love about Elvis. He could not pronounce the word important. They How always did he say it important oh you know, the important thing is important it sounds about right <laughs> i think a lot of people say it now important 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 that's how i say it. Important. i say important i say important, important. No. important. yeah that's very true yeah all right so what else is coming you know you were talking about the, the fifth season i've been watching the fourth season of fargo and had never seen it it's phenomenal can't wait to see five so we can go right from four to five it'll be great yeah, I really want to. I want to watch it. I have John Hamm on my list for season five because I'm a big 
big fan of his. Um, He's so good. I I just like, he got me hooked in Mad Men and the year he won for Mad Men because he was nominated every single year and he won in his final year. I was um, backstage when he came off off from getting his uh, oh. Emmy and I was like I was telling my friend I'm like take my fixture pretend because like, you can't get up close to them they're on the stage <laughs> but I was like make it look like he's at least over my shoulder because I was like that's as close as I'm getting to John Hamm tonight so <laughs> Is he um, he's probably about 5'10 5'11 oh, oh really I thought he was taller than that for some reason nah, most, most actors are under 6 feet I the suppose that is true. Ones, yeah. So basically, Officer Dave and Tevin are out. Is we that we got saying? no shot, Tevin. No. no. I'll yeah, get... There's always the exception, you guys. No, I always, <laughs> every once in a while, I'll get uh, through a local agency here. I'll do some casting calls and stuff. And every time I walk in the room, they go, ooh. Like you're, <laughs> you're I'm like, drink of water, Tevin. I'm like, well, I will not be talking to you guys. Like, <laughs> like well, let me adjust think the about it. Like, um, Alexander Skarsgård is super tall. Um, that's why uh, I was thinking of this whole time. I was like, he, he, when he's in things, he makes everybody look tiny, tiny. Mm-hmm. And you know, when he played Nicole Kidman's husband in. Big little lies. I mean, she at least is tall, but like normally he's with these like tiny little five three girls. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably putting them all on Apple boxes on set normally because most of the leading ladies are, are like five, six and under. And then um who have uh, Joe Manganello is another one. And you know what? Oh, they sure. were both in true blood, so super tall. They had some tall actors on that set. What was the guy's name that uh God, he was like seven foot four and he was in a lot of like action thriller movies and in real life they had to take the front seat out of his car because he sat in the back seat so he could drive it i will never forget that guy but i don't remember his name he was in god i can't remember what he, he's a very very tall guy kind of he looked pretty uh lurchy he was a very lurchy looking guy too i hope no you one know, ever says that about me <laughs> But you don't look like Lurch. Yeah, I can tell you, you don't look a whole lot like Lurch, Brittany. That's very, very well, Lurch was That's Ted Cassidy. Thing. That was Ted Cassidy. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he I was, he was, was huge. huge. I was like Maybe Andre the Giant. Yeah, this guy was bigger than Andre the Giant for Christ's sake. Kareem Abdul Jabbar during his acting years. Right. Yeah, there yeah. How long did that last? Uh, maybe two. <laughs> when you say when you say Lurchy, I think of uh, the actor from Californication that was the dad to the stepdaughter. Oh yeah, or whatever. That's yeah. the guy that I always think of. He's like a shadowy Lurchy kind of guy. That was a good show though. Californication was a really good show. Didn't you think? Yeah. Oh, David yeah. Duchovny is a good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. He in anything now? That's a good question. You know, That's every once in a while thing. they revive like X Files, and he pops sure. up. But I feel like. I mean, no, I agree with you. He guy's a terrific actor, but I just don't see his name anymore. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Californication, yeah. X Files. Something called What Happens Later, a movie it looks like he was in in 2023. Really? Oh, that's the uh, the or Meg Ryan thing, in. of course. Yeah. He did the Meg Ryan rom com oh, that just okay. came out? Uh, yeah. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, but yeah, other than that, it's been just X Files since. Yeah, that really? Meg Ryan movie kind of came and went really fast. Unfortunately, I think everyone was hoping it was her big return. Yeah, Maybe they'll find um, life on streaming because it didn't. It didn't hit in theaters. Yeah, yeah no. could be. All right, uh, we got about two, three more minutes. Any big one we should uh, be looking for? 
Well, since it's December 1st, um, for TCM fans, it is Cary Grant month. So if anyone's oh. a Cary Grant fan. And uh, this is kind of in honor of the new BritBox series that's coming out on December 7th called Archie. And uh, Diane Cannon, who's his former wife, of course, and mm -hmm. his daughter, Jennifer Grant, gave like permission. It's kind of like an authorized series on the early part of his life. Um, and it's called Archie. So it's going to be a four, I believe, four episode series. So for people who are Cary Grant fans, that is all coming your way this month. All right, Kristen, you can't respond to this. We're going to start with Brittany. What was Cary Grant's real name? I have no idea. Okay. Andy? Cary Grant. I uh, didn't know he had a real name. Yep. Tevin, you got any idea? I just gave you guys a hint with the series. You did. Archie. Uh, his name was Archie. <laughs> Archie Johnson. Archie Johnson. No, no. Officer Dave, you can pull him out of the, out of the I mushroom. have no idea. Kristen, am I wrong in saying that his real name was Archibald Leach? That is correct. Yeah, Archibald Leach was. Mm. And he came to Hollywood. You're not going with Archibald Leach <laughs> in Hollywood. No, that's not, that a, it's not a good show that, name. Carrie, <laughs> he was terrific, though. Was, was he a good guy? Yeah, I mean, I don't think like his personal life, I think, was kind of messy, but yeah. I, you know, I, I think overall he doesn't have like a difficult reputation compared to some other actors. I'm throwing one out here. Like that you Omar yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm throwing this out is probably a little bit old for you guys, but you remember the show uh, Mayberry RFD? Yep. And Gomer's cousin was Goober. Yep. Remember Goober Pyle? You remember that character? I do. He shows up one day at the sheriff's office. He goes, I got to tell you guys, been working really hard. I do a lot of impression now. I do a, I do a great impression of a Cary Grant. You want to hear it? They go, yeah, sure, Goober. And he goes, Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> that was his whole impression. I said, yeah, that's, that's really good there, Goober. Good job. <laughs> Judy, Judy, Judy. Yeah, that's good, man. No doubt. All right, Kristen, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good weekend, everyone. Happy birthday yeah. early, because I won't see you Monday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Isn't your birthday Thank Sunday? You. My birthday's Sunday. Sunday, yeah. The, yep. the third, yep. indeed. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Kristen Bird Entertainment News is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. Kristen Burt, a wonderful person. And we'll be right back, wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees are back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, I need the help of all four of you because I do not know what. Do you know what a smart toilet is? Yeah. Anyone? Well, you do. I can make some educated guesses. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? Well, it's one of those, uh, I would say it'd fall in line with the smart TV where, or not a smart TV, but a smart fridge where you can have settings and kind of control it through your your phone. Control um, what? Like, flushing? Yeah, probably yeah, the amount flushing, of water. But I'm sure it has a bidet in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's in, in there as well. Yeah. Well, I still don't understand this story then. Hmm. Okay, so this is about a smart toilet. A smart toilet burst into flames as someone was using it. Dang, because I wonder if the seats heated. Definitely Most likely, yeah. Heated seats. Oh, are is that what it would have been? The seat started on fire? That's that terrifying. would be a little warm. Wait, is, <laughs> yeah. is this the, uh, I think I saw a picture of this. Is it like the white toilet where it's all black and charred and it's a black guy that was using it? I'm going to check. Oh, really? No, I haven't seen that part of it yet. Oh, they don't have a picture oh, of it on, on my, my deal. No, they, they don't have a picture. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, well, you know what? It might say something in the story. Having smart appliances is all the rage, even for stuff that definitely doesn't need to be smart, like a toilet. Yeah. And sometimes... There are downsides to things uh, being overly complicated. There's a story making the rounds about a man in China who had his smart toilet burst into flames while he was using it. It happened a few weeks ago. The man first uh, sensed that something was wrong when he smelled smoke. He smelled smoke while sitting on the toilet. Uh, Then he saw 
plumes of smoke uh, billowing from the toilet bowl. Uh, that's when he got off. Just then, before he could pull his pants up, the toilet exploded. So yeah, that'll be a faulty heating element for sure. Or yeah. so an battery. It almost sounds like a battery explosion. Oh, really? I don't know why a yeah, toilet well, would need a battery, though. Yeah, not everything needs to be smart. No. no. Toilet's probably the last thing that needs to yeah. be smart. Yeah. Just the other day, I was talking about this. That our our um, clothes washer and dryer has the options. It's like you can start it from your phone. Yep. And I was like, in what oh. scenario will I put all my laundry in <laughs> and detergent, leave the house and exactly. go, oh, right. yeah, my mm-hmm. phone. Like, the only, like, I can see. So Melissa's brother has one of those. And the only feature that it has related to the phone that I can see being convenient is it tells you when it's done. Yeah, right. but even then, like, my life is not like the laundry done, so I sprint upstairs. Exactly, like, yeah. Right. yeah, but it's like, you, yeah, our old one had the ability to start it with your phone. And I was like, I cannot think of a use for this. And if you did yeah. want it started, the only use I could think is if you where let's say Brittany you're leaving for to come here early in the morning you don't want to wake up Justin or Gogo because the washing machine is right next oh, to your put bedroom the so in you the night put it, yeah, so then you do a timer oh, yeah. so it starts later but okay, yeah but, you could do a delayed start but yeah thing. all washing machines have delayed yeah. start so it's like what's I don't know There's I just no don't point. live a life most of the time where I need to smart anything and I, no. I Mm-hmm. Tom, I'm getting so annoyed. So I love Justin. Love him. I always preface that before I talk major shit. <laughs> he That's loves good. hooking up our lights to. I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say her name, but the Alexa. lady that tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. She can't hear. You can't hear. She can't hear you through the headphones, Brittany. You're fine. No, I'm saying not mine. I'm saying about the listener. <laughs> oh. oh um, what are you talking about here? Okay. You know Alexa. Yeah. Well. Justin hooked up our lights to Alexa. And oh, so now, you just say, Alexa, turn on the, t- the tree. Yeah. And now, right. like, in mid-conversation, it'll be so annoying. It'll be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go to the... Alexa, turn on the light! It's like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I'm i not trying to live that life, okay? Like, I miss a switch. <laughs> I miss yeah. just putting yep. a switch on. I don't want to yell at her. I'm sick of talking to her most of the time anyways. So I, I want to be dumb. I want to have a dumb house. Yeah, mm-hmm. we kind of, we went a little nuts on the smart lights thing for a little while, and they just don't work very well is the thing. And like, we have some, yeah. and we do use them, and it's nice. But there are people who every light in their house is a smart light, and that just makes things more difficult because the smart lights, like, you can't turn them off with the switch because yeah. they're not designed to be turned off with the switch. They're designed to be turned off with the app. So it's oh. like you either have to tell Alexa to turn off the lights or you have to go into your app, which is much slower than just flicking the switch. Yeah. All right. Let me try it. Alexa, turn off the Tom Bernard morning show. Wait, but before, <laughs> before you turn, but before it's, you it's, turn off the Tom Bernard it. morning show, Tom, um, yes, sir. because it's not on our run sheet because it's for the family show, but we finally were able to come through and get Patty Wetterling on for you. So I'll be departing because she's, oh, she's coming on, on today yep, with joy. So. Oh, that's phenomenal. Thank you so much for doing that because uh, I, many people probably don't know this, but when uh, she lost her son, that mm-hmm. I cut a bunch of, uh, of uh, I, I don't know, you can't really call them. There was just a bunch of announcements yeah, like about, PSAs. you know, yeah. careful with your son. Uh, and it was so touching to watch Patty and her husband sit there 
and try to hold their composure while I'm talking about their son who, who had just died and disappeared for a long time. They just found him, what, like two, like two years ago, didn't they? Yeah, it was very recent. Um, she has done more to protect my kid because of the laws she's placed and yep. put into act. She has done more to protect my kids and Ethan and any, any, all the kids in Minnesota than any other person in, in the world. It's amazing. 100%. The things that she has put into action, and she's so amazing. Great family, I'll tell you what, honest to God. And I, and like I said, then I was brought on to do other things like kids who died of huffing. And I did a bunch of things for families trying to recover from losing their children. Wow. And I'll never forget the one guy. I saw him about two years later and I walked up and said, how are you doing? And he said, Tom, how do you think I'm doing? Yeah. This never goes away. No. It's pretty amazing. All right. Well, that was a cheery ending. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I'm going to go hug Gogo. I love you all. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Let's all do that. All right. We'll be back uh, in what? About five, ten Four minutes. minutes. Four minutes. We'll Four be minutes back. and 31 seconds. Excellent. Thank you.